Welcome to Unlock the Power of Picture Books, the podcast designed especially for busy elementary school teachers just like you. I'm your host, Sarah, a former teacher. If you've ever wished for more time to read aloud to your students or struggled to find the perfect book for a lesson, you're in the right place. In each episode, I'll handpick book titles to help you teach specific subjects. No more hours spent searching for the right book. Unlock the Power of Picture Books is your shortcut to impactful teaching. Plus, I'll keep you updated with the latest and greatest picture book releases so your classroom library is always fresh and exciting. Let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. Today I have a collection of books all about teaching students the difference between wants and needs. Now, I think this is a really important concept, especially around the holidays. We're inundated with all of these images and commercials and things about things that we need but don't necessarily need them. It's more of a want. This can be really tricky for students. Explaining to them that a need is something that we require to live comfortably and a want is something that's not essential to our life. It would just be nice to have it as something extra. Now, kids always think, Everything's a need. A puppy is a need. A new teddy bear is a need. That candy bar is a need. And it's really tricky, and it's tricky for adults, let's face it, to understand the difference between those needs and wants. Like I said, especially when we're inundated with all of these things that stores and companies are insisting that we need when we really don't. But being able to differentiate between these two is an important first step for kids in understanding those more difficult economic concepts. So starting this off young will really help students as they get further on in life. Now, whenever something is tricky to explain, I always turn to picture books because they always have a wonderful way of connecting with students, meeting them where they are, and engaging them in these concepts that are tricky. So today I have a collection of books that really explain the difference between wants and needs in ways that students will understand. And if you stay to the end, I also have a lesson to go along with one of the books that will help you break it down even further and really bring the book to life so that students internalize the concept and can use it going forward in life. Now, let's jump into those books. The first one that I have is a great read aloud. This one is called Those Shoes by Mary Beth Bolts. All Jeremy wants is those shoes, those popular shoes that everybody has. He just has to have a pair. But Jeremy's grandma explains that they don't really have room for wants right now. They need to focus on their needs. So when his old shoes finally fall apart at school one day, he is determined to get a pair of those shoes. And he finally finds a pair at a thrift store, but they're way too small. He gets them anyway and decides and tries to go through the pain of these two small shoes just because they are the popular ones that everybody has. He then realizes that those sore feet really aren't that much fun. And he soon discovers that the things that he has, warm boots, a loving grandma, chance to help a friend are worth way more than the things that he wants. Such an engaging, wonderful picture book to add to your collection for teaching students about the difference between wants and needs. The next book that I have is a nonfiction book. This one is called Do I Need It or Do I Want It? 
by Jennifer Larson. This one breaks down and gives definitions between wants and needs and gives examples of both and helps students to understand why we have wants and needs, what the difference between them is, and it dives more into budgeting and saving money and making choices with the money that we have. It breaks it down into language that's easy for students to understand, but kind of gives them an overview, not only of wants and needs, but about saving money and budgeting. So I think this would be an interesting one to read with your students as well. The next book that we have is one of my favorites. This one is called Last Stop on Market Street by Matt De La Pena. Every Sunday after church, CJ and his grandmother get on the bus to go across town. But on this day, CJ kind of starts to wonder, why doesn't he have a car like his friend? Why can't he have an iPod like the boys on the bus? How come they always have to get off in the dirty part of town? Each one of these questions that CJ asks is met with an encouraging, loving answer from his grandma. and She really helps him see the beauty that's all around him and in the things that he has. And it shows us that even when you don't have a lot, you can still help others. Since at the end of the story, we see him get off the bus with his grandma at the soup kitchen and he's helping out and volunteering with her there. So even though he and his grandma don't have a lot, they can't get that car or that iPod. They can help others. And I think this is encouraging for students to understand that even if they don't have a lot, they can still help others. And even if they do have a lot, they can. It's a great way to reach out and help others. And again, understanding that we might want that iPod or we might want to be able to drive in the car, but sometimes our needs and our wants are very different from others. Another book I have is The Can Man by Laura Williams. In this story, Tim's birthday is just a week away and he really wants a brand new skateboard but he knows that times are tight and his family just can't afford to get him one right now. As he starts to think about what he can do to earn money to get this skateboard, he hears the can man down the street collecting cans that he's going to trade in for money. And this man who is homeless gives Tim the idea that he could start collecting cans too and he can get money for his skateboard. And by the end of the week, he has almost reached his goal, but then an encounter with the can man gives them a change of heart. This one encourages readers again to think beyond themselves and think about how we can help others and kindness that we can show others, especially when their needs are different than our own. That we can make a difference in people's lives and that sometimes what we want is not as important as what other people need. Again, this one will give your students a lot to think about when talking about needs and wants. This next one is a fun one. Alexander, who used to be rich last Sunday by Judith Forst. On Sunday, Alexander gets some dollar bills from his grandparents and he thinks that he is rich. And so he makes a list of all the things that he wants to use his money for. But then as the week goes on, that money slowly starts to disappear. That money is burning a hole in his pocket and he's just buying anything that he can and using his money in any way that he can, which might not be the smartest. And Alexander learns an important lesson by the end of the story. This is a good one for talking to students about, especially those kids who, once they have that money and it's burning a hole in their pocket, they feel like they need to use it right away without really thinking through what they're going to use it for or what 
things are important. And talking about how wants are okay, but we need to think about what we truly want, not what we just want in that moment. And to go along with that concept, I have The Pigeon Wants a Puppy by Ma Willems. And this one doesn't actually have anything to do with money. But in the story, the pigeon really wants a puppy. That's, he says that's all he's ever wanted. Well, since last Tuesday. But again, it addresses that concept that what we want right this minute might not be what we truly want. And that we need to take a step back and think about it. So moving beyond just the wants versus needs, but thinking about what we want. And again, will help students understand the difference between wants and needs. Are there needs that need to be met before we can get something that we want? And the thing that we want, do we really want it? Because in this story, Pigeon really wants a puppy. And then he comes face to face with an actual puppy and he's not sure he wants one anymore. And very quickly he changes his mind to something different that he wants. A fun, silly story, but addresses that concept of wants and wants versus needs. And the last book that I have is Wants versus Needs versus Robots by Michael Rex. This book shows us that what we want isn't always what we need. And this one is a fun story because it's not using people as the characters, it has robots. So it takes that a different character for students and helps them, I think it helps them understand better what that robot needs versus what he wants and takes it a little out of context for students. So this story teaches them, it can be a hard thing to understand that difference between a want and a need, especially when you want something so much that you just feel like you have to have it. But some things aren't essential, like jelly bean tacos or groovy boots, but other things are essential, like fuel and feet to put those boots on. So the robots in this book show young readers that difference between wants and needs as they start to trade things they really want and might give away some things that they really need. Your students will have fun interacting with this book and almost talking to the robot saying, no, don't give that away. That's something that you really need. It makes these tricky but important concepts accessible to students and fun and interesting to learn about. So I created an interactive read aloud to go along with wants versus needs versus robots. So I would start with an anchor chart and creating a wants and a needs column. Using words or pictures, you can add things that are essential for what we need and things that are just fun to have. And you can have students join in with you once they start to understand the concept what they think is a want and what they think is a need and you can add it to this anchor chart together as a class. Then you can use the discussion questions and the think alouds by printing them out on post notes and sticking them right in the book and using them to guide you through the story and guide students through that conversation about what is a want, what is a need, what do the robots really need and what do they just want in this story and why it's important to focus on those needs. Then they can use the activity sheets to sort the wants and needs. We really need clothes and healthy food and shelter, but we want the toy or the puppy or the candy bar. 
Those are two very different things. And using this activity sheet, you can tell if students are understanding that concept. You can also have them draw and write about something that they need in their life and something that they really want. Then they can put together this fun robot craftivity all about wants and needs. They can fill out things that they want and things that they need on the inside of the robot. And finally, using the task cards either as a whole class or small group or even individually, students can work on it independently, see if they can determine the difference between a want and a need on these task cards. And I'll leave all of the book links and the link to the resource to the lesson plan in the description box down below so that you can use it in your classroom right away. And as I mentioned before, starting this conversation about wants and needs is really crucial, really important for helping students later on in life. And by seeing their favorite characters or seeing it in kind of a silly way, and seeing them deal with this dilemma will make it easier for them to understand and to apply to their own life. So I hope this book list was helpful for you. I'll be back next week with more books that you can use as read-alouds in your classroom right away. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unlock the Power of Picture Books podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. As always, you can find all the links and resources from this episode over at thecolorfulapple.com. I'll see you back here next week.